Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. We are two wild and crazy guys. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday to you. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 50 AM, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen, all here on your Friday morning. Some fun talk before we got on the air, and I'm sending over just again. Y'all have been on the money on text messages uh, when the show is not going on and when it's going on, but especially when it's not going on. Every time I've popped it up first thing in the morning, it's been... uh, it's been surprising to, to see, but happy to see, and we have a lot to get to on today's show. Nick Roush, how you doing, buddy? Well, I woke up, and Colin Marcow is 10 under, so a little shocked right now. What the hell's up with all this low scoring? I thought the Open was supposed to be tough. I'm going to be completely honest with you and say that I forgot that the Open was even on at this moment. Wow. Amateur hour over here. I, I really didn't watch much of it. I, I had I was out on inspections till the middle of the afternoon, and then it still was on because I was surprised that it was on. But when I eventually got back to the office, I was like, "Yeah, I'll just I'll just put on some music." So because uh, it was already winding down. So then I didn't really think about it all day. Didn't think about it all night. I forgot it was on, man. That's embarrassing. Yeah, you really do have to be a little bit more uh, active in the morning. Because, like, the replay is fine as background noise, but, you know, it's not the same when you can just look at the leaderboard and see where everybody's at. But, yeah, Mark Howitt just absolutely crushing it today. And it's really throwing off my groove because I thought I picked a good team, but he's ruining it. So, uh, suck it, Mark Hey, you never, know the, hook it. you never know when the course can bite back, though. You know, am I right? That's that's British Open golf. Yeah, yeah no, fair enough. What, uh, that's what they. That's what they say. They're actually scoring pretty well to uh, up to this point. Justin Kalen, how are you doing? I'm good. I uh, too kind of forgot the golf was on, or I might have woken up early and watched a little bit of it. Uh, Morikawa, unbelievable. The afternoon, I watched the afternoon yesterday, and it was a heck of a lot tougher. Those guys had a tougher time. So look out for that this uh, afternoon, there, Nick. But I'm good overall. It's Friday, ready to celebrate. Well, what a pleasant surprise because we've got Trevor Kelsey here as well today. Trevor. Whoa. Obviously, you came in a little late, and that makes a noise, so very distracting. But besides that, how are you? All good. Full disclosure, I have not been to bed. Whoa. Well, not sure how we feel about this. So, more so than normal, the views and opinions posted by Trevor during this show do not reflect those of the Big X and 1450. (laughs) Uh, i can confirm that that's true yeah that's a that's a proper disclaimer before today's show well that's uh, i logged in though and you're talking about golf and almost went right back to sleep so that's oh that's fine but you have but you haven't been to sleep how can you go back to sleep Mm, what a thursday question 
Look at Scooter bringing the bringing the brains on this one. <laughs> point for point for Scooter Dingus early in the show. I hear there's a big producer rivalry between Trevor and Justin. Trevor, the more we get to learn about Justin, this is this is one complicated cat. I I don't know if I would use the word complicated, but uh, I have. Yeah, I mean, he, he reminds me of me in like in like 23. Oh. Like, uh -oh. the, the more I hear from him, I'm like, <laughs> man, that was me at like 23, 24. Like I had a mattress on the floor in my early 20s too. But by the <laughs> way, Scooter, I mean, I sent this text in, so you can ignore it now. But like, is it even a, is it an air mattress? Like, like, no. like who has no. a mattress on the floor other than crackheads? It's an actual mattress, and you know, for what it's worth, Trevor, I was I saw this on the text line, and my response was going to be: some people that know me would say I'm a crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that that is just I mean, really, wow. I mean, mattress on the floor, buddy, way to go, comfy. I'm I'm always some the only thing that would shock me more or less if you had told me you had a futon. Mm. <laughs> I actually, Justin, do you have a futon somewhere in your apartment? <laughs> I do not, no. Be a lot cooler oh, if man. I do. Uh, that, is, that actually is uh, a little surprising. Well, I was going to say it's a good thing we got a full house today because uh, what uh, what are we going to talk about? It's it's Kofi Coburn Decision Day. I don't think that's going to be all that exciting to get to. But, uh, no. Roush, what, what do you got for us? Uh, I don't know. What do you got for us? No, I'm asking you. What do you, you, you have for us? The UK loses the basketball staffer to Arizona State. That's uh, Brady Kennedy. Good, good dude. I'm sure he'll good, do a good job at Arizona State. Uh, that's uh, that's all I got. Well, if he's not picking Kentucky, that's, maybe, that, that's, maybe, that's there's, maybe there's more to Brady Kennedy leaving, Terry. I mean, Joel Justice on the same staff. Maybe he poached him. What if Brady was the one who was uh, who, who was getting our hopes up about Kofi? I mean, you never know. There could be burnt bridges on the way out the door. Maybe Brady Kennedy is our headlining story of Friday's Kentucky Roll Call. He's not, though. That's the thing. Just a good dude, did good work, uh, worked his way up from a manager to kind of recruiting analyst, which, if you're wondering what that is, basically – keeping track of all the recruits and making sure that they know the little fine details. If they come visit campus, if they're sending what they're sending them, how often they're sending them things. It's uh, it's probably a job that is incredibly underappreciated. Yeah. But, but it, it also makes sense too, that he would, I mean, Joel did the same thing, you know, he was like, yeah. except it was a little bit different capacity. I think Joel was a more of a film guy. Um, starting yeah, out, but still one of those started from the bottom. Now we're here kind of stories. Yeah. UK seems like a, a promote within, you know, for some of the the managers and, and, and where it can lead from there, but no, it's a, it's a big move for him. And uh, at his, he, he's a little bit younger, but his age being out at Arizona state, probably not a bad move. I think uh, that'll be exciting. And yeah, no doubt Joel was like, Hey, come on out here. We'll give you a little bit of a better job, better title. Let you move up the ladder. Just, another wrong if you're ready for it and he uh he said yes to it so but yeah i, I don't think it's you'll miss them uh but i, I think you can get somebody else to come yeah. in and, and do similar things so uh not not too too big of a deal uh marcus carr ditched L. didn't couldn't oh, even make it gosh. to campus i guess 
I guess that was that was news yesterday. Uh, oh, it's a good day to join the show, apparently. Yeah, I mean, it's a good thing that Mingus didn't say, like, we need him. I think that was just knowing that they were not going to, in fact, get him. Yes, Roush, of course, that's what it is. That's why all, uh, again, few exceptions, there were a few people. That's why the majority of UofL media was like, oh, we've got uh, Rummage, who, who does radio over at the Hyperbole. He was saying that right now UL maybe has the third best backcourt in the ACC. Carr would have probably put him. Carr would have put him at one, but it's okay being number three or number four. Mm. I'm sorry if you have that much trust in the Marshall transfer, a JUCO guy, and who else? Walk from Florida. Yeah, he's he's a shooter and he's a good shooter, but. But yeah, yeah. Just... I, 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 of course, Marcus Carr was a huge deal for U of L, and it's okay to say that Kofi Cur- Coburn would have been a, a big deal for Kentucky. Yes, adding an All American or adding one of the better scorers in the Big Ten to your team, big deal. It helps, and U of L couldn't even get him to campus, which uh, people thought that may be the case when he, he listed U of L as the second visit. I like how Louisville fans are when they don't get their guy there. We don't need him. Kentucky fans are we didn't want him. And IU fans just like, we'll take anybody. Well, I I think some Kentucky fans were actually kind of upset. I think some Kentucky fans were uh, making a bigger deal out of it than, than it was, but don't allow me to step on your IU slam. Oh, it was kind of a slam on all three a little bit, but yeah. Well, here's the thing, though, Trevor. You do have to realize that like, Chris Mack has made Australia more desirable than Louisville. That's pretty sad, especially when you can actually organize a way to have your players play now. Uh, players hold on. pay now. Wait, wait, wait. I have I have never been to Australia, but I can yeah. tell you it's more desirable than Louisville as somebody that has lived in Louisville for 30 years of their life. Okay, let me rephrase that. Australian basketball is more uh, attractive than Louisville basketball. Yeah, he's yeah. not going there to to go to the, on the Bobby. Exactly. Like I, I'm scarred by the outback, but I could see why it would be attractive to some other. So, uh, Trevor, speak for yourself. What has Chris Mack done to Louisville basketball that all of a sudden they'd rather play basketball on the the in the desert on the dirt outside than they would in the Yum Center? Yeah, the toilets go the other way down there, Trevor. You'd get freaked out, buddy. You think there's a lot of deserts in uh, Australia, there, Rush? The outback's basically a desert. Out yeah. the Australia's majority just like desert, yeah, sand, wilderness, desert. What's well, called because it's called a beach, it is an island. I mean, no. it's uh, snakes, it, it, it is an island. Trevor, Trevor is right, he's got us there. I mean, listen, I mean, I, Australia, Australia's making a comeback in the 80s, it was huge, and now you know, everything comes back around. It's, it's Australia, it's where the place to be. You couldn't even get them on campus, though. Like, that's the part that it's like, all right, just at least get a visit. You got nothing else. Like, come on. I mean, do we we know that Mac reached out to him, or are we getting, did we get the reports that I didn't notice that maybe he didn't even, there was no even contact between the two? Well, so I didn't see that direct report, but I did see people kind of tweeting about it. Who, who, where did that come from, Trevor? Where, where was the source of that? So that was, that there was some spin that Mac hadn't talked to him, similar to Kentucky John Calipari not talking no. to Kofi. Was that no, right, I, actually out there? No, I don't know. I didn't see it myself. That's why I'm asking you if there had been. Because oh, because I did I, see I'm some people. Kind of, yeah. I, I did see some 
people tweeting that. So I thought that you, I thought that it was actually out there. Um, I don't know. I haven't seen the initial source of people saying that Chris Mack hadn't had contact with them. I think I did see a tweet or two about it, but I think it was more of a mocking of Kentucky fans by doing it. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. That, 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 that's what I assumed when I read it. That makes sense. Uh, the, I, I'm on the, I'm on the same page there, but what I would say is, I think it's totally fair to be a little disappointed you couldn't get them on on campus because what does Texas have a better outlook than Louisville and Marcus Carr to Texas? Could that have national title implications where Marcus yeah. Carr to Louisville probably has second weekend, maybe final four. And you're right. If you get to the final four, who knows what could happen there? But Texas has a better outlook than Louisville heading into this season. So I, I think the long and short of it was. If I'm going to play another year of college basketball, I want to be a bona fide title contender. And Card didn't see that at U of L because you would think if you're U of L, Austin, Texas is great. It's a people love it. Their campus is really nice. But when it comes to college basketball, Louisville has a better setup than Texas. I can confirm that as somebody that's been around Texas's basketball facilities. They don't hold a candle to to U of L's, and you couldn't even get you couldn't even convince Marcus Carr to come check that stuff out. Seriously, I, honestly, if, if 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 when I see like with with, with Kobe Cockboard and with, with Carr, like both of them, I would think are is not as much wanting to win a going to try to win a title in their last year, but are trying to go make the most money. And if you're Carr and you're looking between a university and Australia, you're probably thinking I can make more money on nil rights maybe in at least one year than I can. You know, go playing in the G League if I'm if I'm Marcus Carr, which is maybe when he ended up in B, and probably where Kofi would end up being if he tried to go pro. Well, Trevor, then, that's, that's, case, that's that, an argument. And at that case, that, that, that argues me more because if you're a Louisville fan, listen, this isn't football. This is basketball. Yeah. Louisville can't let Texas as much money as they probably can get from boosters and from you know car dealerships. You can't let them outbid us for a basketball player. Oh, if you're Louisville, you should be top five. In paying your your players, and, uh, and I and hell, they've done it before. They and now they can do it scot free. So if you were really bad. That's you know what I think. That's what it is, Trevor. Is you were so bad at cheating before. Now that it's actually legal, you don't know how to. You don't know how to handle it. You don't know how to do it. Well, if, if it's about the ladies, and I, I know Australia can bring some has some hotties, but don't 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 look hard. Don't think of it just because of what happened. We seen in the media, okay? We 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 got some pretty ladies here. But it should. But really though, it should be like nil rights should be a feather in the cap. And I know, like you said, Texas had a lot of money, but they're spending that on football. Oh, uh, like the biggest piece of the pie is going to football. Like that's where Louisville should have been able to make. Th- yeah, maybe the most attractive pitch of them all. I agree. I, I can't. I won't argue that at all. But I, I did like that the timing of the report. Like U of L definitely was like, all right, hey, this car news is probably going to come out today. That he he just called us and said that he ain't going to come to to campus. And you know we understand. Blah blah blah. We need some good news. Let's call Sydney Curry. U of L fans had forgotten about Sydney oh. Curry, and that breaks when we're on the show yesterday. And Roush literally right around the same time that it breaks that car is basically down to two options. And U of L ain't one of them. So uh, good media control there. That's the first time I think Mac has successfully done that because you had people talking more about Curry than the disappointment of Card not visiting. Because I do think the narrative yesterday 
in this sports town we call Louisville, Kentucky, and Southern Indiana and surrounding areas would have been, oh, Matt can't even get him to campus. But instead, Matt can't get him to campus. Hey, we got at least uh, we got a little more meat on the front court though, and this dude can jump. Like it, it allowed them to have a little bit of a spin, so it didn't have to be all doom and gloom. I tell you, I was disappointed when I when I woke up yesterday afternoon and and saw that. <laughs> The, the Louisville was out of the car race and picked up a Curry. I'm thinking, sweet, Dell had a mid midlife crisis kid. I mean, let, let's get him in here. And it, it, but then I see who it is, know nothing about him, and hear TJ on yesterday's podcast describe his his game. And I'm thinking, if we're if we're just gonna bring in a guy that's six eight, you know, a brick house six eight two sixty five guy that's raw with no skills, she just kept digging on. I heard some Louisville fans kind of say some similar things, but I, Curry is better than than the Irish Hulk. I can I, I mean, can assure Hulk, that. I mean, he, I mean, he was. I mean, he. I don't know where he ended up transferring to. Maybe one of you all remember. I just overlooked it. But I mean, he goes to a max school and plays decent minutes. He can probably be decent, I mean, a decent impact player there. He just wasn't a good fit for Mac's system and for what Mac wanted this team to be. And so to bring in somebody that's going to be similar to him just makes no sense to me. Well, Iggy Han went to Grand Canyon because uh, I had no idea either. I just looked that up. He'll play I, there. He'll put up good numbers there, maybe. I don't think. Uh, well, Trevor, I don't good. think we ever saw him do anything good at U of L. No offense to him. No, like, I, no, we didn't. Right. See, we didn't see any any uh, like skill from him. No, he 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 was very raw and but never really even. Louisville wasn't is not a program where you can bring in somebody that raw and have that kind of patience to develop, give him the playing time to develop him, and it just was, and, and and obviously it wasn't happening in the practices. So, yeah, I mean, he can go somewhere at Grand Canyon where he's probably going to dwarf a lot of the guys he's going against with his size, and get more minutes on the court. And, and I, when I say good numbers, I, I mean I'm not saying he's going to be out there like you know, putting up Shaq like numbers, but I mean, he could be a guy I could easily see going, you know, 12 and seven. Yeah. I don't think he'll average 36 and 12. You're, you're right about no, that. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. <laughs> no I, 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 w- I wouldn't expect it. Uh, all right. We got, we got the whole gang here, folks, a Friday edition of Kentucky roll call, getting your weekend started off the right way. We'll take a quick break. Trevor, I know you're pretty passionate about USA basketball. We've got some news there that I want to bring up. We got a full text line as well. Roush, what do you got for us? Mark Emmert news. Yeah, this guy. This is news to me. Yeah, it's it's one of it's kind of baffling his latest comments. So we'll 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 come back with that. I'm excited uh, to hear what dumb thing Mark Emmert has done this time. Yeah, is it? Oh, find out on Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Trevor Kelsey, Justin Kalen. It's like the Brady Bunch reading off this list at this point. We'll be right back. Then the fade away. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Yo. His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti, he's nervous. But on the surface, he looks calm and ready to drop bombs. But he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down. The whole crowd goes so loud. He opens his mouth, but the words won't come out. He's choking how? Everybody's choking now. The clock's run out. Time's up. Over. Loud. Snap back to 
all here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 14.50 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Trevor Kelsey, and producer Justin Kalen on your Friday show. Hey, I want to tell you about our friend at Bobby Cook Golf Academy. He's got the ideal setup for golfers trying to beat the heat. Visit the virtual simulators. You don't have to worry about muddy courses, pop-up showers, end up having six-hour rounds because you want to get it in because you're not going to get that money back. Don't worry about it at the Bobby Cook Golf Academy. His golf simulators, you can play any course across the country. You've heard Roush talk about it in the commercial from Cabo San Lucas to what was the other place, Roush? Uh, Alaska? Hawaii? He's got a lot of them. So it's all over is the point. And even if you're just needing to hit some balls, if you're playing around and you say, you know, I don't know if this course has a has a driving range, go stop by the Bobby Cook Golf Academy for 30 minutes, for 45 minutes. You won't believe their rates, and maybe you're finishing around and you think to yourself, you know what, I need lessons. No better place, no cheaper place than Bobby Cook. That dude has won tournaments, and he can tell even the best golfers a few tips to take strokes off their game or beginning golfers just to get started. He's going to put you in a good position where – you won't take long to catch up to your friends. Go to bobbycookgolfacademy.com over off exit four in southern Indiana, just about 15 minutes from really any part in Louisville. I live in Linden, can get there in 15 minutes going across the bridge. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. That's what the Bobby Cook Golf Academy is all about, making your golf game better, more fun experience, and getting out of that nasty weather. Got a good thing. Roush? Before you get into this, TJ, you just said something. Can, can I get a little, like, uh, a little – little triggered rant off my chest real quick about something you mind that's, yeah that's like that's fine go ahead okay you said you you made just when you were giving that that great read uh you mentioned waiting six hours uh i don't know i know we don't like talking fantasy football on here but i was very excited because one of my dynasty league drafts was going to be this week and i was so pumped to get my first draft under my belt and i go on there wednesday night and it turns out that the league I'm in, I don't want to throw them under the bus, but the league I'm in is finally found a format to make me hate fantasy football for their draft. It is what's called a slow draft. And there are not six hours between each pick. And what? Right, right now, as of, as of right now, it's 7.30 a.m., the second round hasn't even started yet. That's weird that you would criticize something being a little slow. I mean, I, I I didn't even pick the player I picked in the first round because I fell asleep. My, 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 my pick came up when I was sleeping. So, yes, it could have been anywhere between 7 a.m. and 3 in the afternoon, which is it did. And I didn't even pick the guy. And I don't even know when my next pick is going to be because you you have six hours between picks, but when, you can pick any time in that six-hour span. And well, it starts automatically. And you get the – yeah, it is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life for a draft format. It it has taken every bit of fun out of the the fantasy football draft for me. I would, I, think, uh, I mean, as long as you have uh, an alert, I, I think this is just a way to combat like the hey, only- we, we literally don't have a time to do the draft, so we're just gonna make it during life. Yeah, yeah oh yeah. So let let's make it last two weeks instead of ninety minutes out of an evening. And and what. By- which is all it takes. And I do get an alert, TJ, but it's an email. And my so so for me, so I'm basically having to go check e- – if I'm going to have to go check my emails for alerts, I might as well just check this draft board. And I, I, I can't say 
we can trade draft picks in this draft. I've offered all my draft picks up just to take the first pick in the second round, just so I can get it over with. That's how Justin, much I hate this draft one, man. Justin, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, you've got to call this man five or six times to get a hold of him if he's sleeping. You think an alert's going to work? Thank you, Scooter. <laughs> no, that's that's true. This Roush, this sounds like the Justin Kalen, I don't have time draft. Like, oh, uh, mm-hmm. what about Tuesday night at 7? You know, we'll just do a quick snake online draft. Or Trevor's right, it'll take 90 minutes. Ah, I don't have time. It's literally just like, all right, we can't figure out when to do it. So you got six hours, and it's just going to be ongoing. I try to make my pick around, like, midnight or 1, just so the clock starts between – midnight or one to seven o'clock or six o'clock for somebody else and they may pull the trevor and and have to go auto pick well i i picked my cue i put my guys in queue but that, that that's not the same and this yeah. is and, and this is a dynasty draft so it's only 10 rounds and it's drafting nothing but rookies really so uh yeah it's it's horrible i it, i've already told the commissioner that if this is how the format's going to be from now on i'm selling this team i don't want it in this league anymore. oh no don't go trevor they, they probably want selling the team and moving oh, to la i've been oh, with the, I, come I, I, on I, I, don't I, leave hey, in the five years without you they bought me gone probably in five years i think i've had the best record three of them how so, many championships uh, that's not scary I guess you could call my team the fighting Dan McDonald it's uh, yeah it sounds like you got <laughs> it sounds like a little Dan McDonald situation it, going on the big one I've won, I've won three divisions in five years and zero titles oh that's the worst in fantasy but uh I'm excited also just way too early to be doing drafts but I know you said it's a dynasty league so doesn't really matter all that much, I suppose, no. when you do that one. But, yeah, too early to be doing drafts, folks. The closer to the start of the season, the better. And my buddy from Texas just alerted me that the Packers' odds to, of winning the NFC North went from minus 250 to plus 110. Whoa. What do they know about – What do, I know. What do they know about Aaron, and when do they find out? I told him to send me a link to that, just like, where are you seeing that? But he's not one to kind of make up stuff. So I, I, I believe it's probably some legitimate news that somewhere Green Bay's odds shifted big time. I, I'm, I'm still not nervous for those wondering. Not while nervous. You're, while you're excited about maybe keeping Aaron Rodgers, I was thrilled to see Aaron Shepard's report uh, yesterday that Deshaun Watson's uh, number one probable destination when traded will be Philadelphia. They are the leaders, supposedly, that, that's, John Watson, and I cannot. Okay, that. well, we're, we're going to uh, – that's that's interesting. I wouldn't mind getting back to that, but, uh, hey, that you know, my radio show, we're talking the Packers. <laughs> my bad. Okay. Because, <laughs> you know, it's funny. In that same report, he said they would be also be the leaders for Aaron Rodgers, possibly, too. Okay, yeah. But I, I don't think they're going after Aaron Rodgers. I think they're going to go after – if they go after Watson, oh, man. So it would make me it, it would it would make me forgive them for hiring Nick Papa Giorgio or whoever that bum is that they hired. I'll, I'll say this quick Twitter search. I haven't seen I haven't seen that. The, actually, the latest was a day ago that Packers are plus a thousand, the third favorites to win the Super Bowl. So uh, I, I, I you're going to have to send me the link on that one. But anything like that makes me nervous because generally in this sort of stuff, Vegas finds out first. So uh, even if uh, would you want Watson on the Eagles given his off season? Yeah, what if he goes to jail? What if you finally get a good quarterback and then, oh no, now he's in jail? I, I'm, I'm not, I have no fear that he's going to miss any significant time next year for 
off the field issues. Pretty wild. It's not. It's still kind of not talked about more. I know we've kind of hit like a holding pattern of like lawsuits and uh, finally no no other women have have come forward. But there was a time during the summer where it was like. It, or maybe spring, early summer, where it was like the number just kept growing and growing yeah. and growing. And uh, I, I am curious where things currently stand right now. Like, is Houston anticipating him being the quarterback if he wants to stay in Houston? Obviously, there was a big stink before all this stuff came out, so his stonks are at an all-time low. Uh, that There are still several question marks going in this NFL season. And for a sport that is literally just like – beat beating a dead horse with topics and we just we get nfl talk non-stop i feel like you know they're not at least i haven't seen as much discussion about there is a lot of uncertainty going into this season and we're only a little over a month away i have seen there the the the, the list of names in, against watson i think it hit its highest 20 and i've seen recently that a, several have dropped out of it uh so I, that list has gone back down where it is i don't know and, but I, yeah, Watson will not be a Texan. I think that the fact is, is that because that cloud is still somewhat looming there, whether you think it's going to be affecting his missing games next year or not, teams are probably trying to lowball Houston pretty bad with that cloud out there. But once that cloud's lifted, that's when Houston will probably get their multiple first round picks. And the Eagles have, I know, two first rounders in this year, and I believe two first rounders in next year's draft. So they've, they've got some, 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 draft status to give up there's your update on the eagles draft pick uh, roush what did mark emmert do this time <laughs> headline ncaa's emmert it is time to decentralize college sports what yeah i th- this is from the ap's ralph russo and tj when i read this article there was like multiple times where the things that were being, I was like, wait, this Mark Emmert, no. And I had to like make sure I wasn't getting like onioned. Yeah, that, that's that's that that would be my first thought as well. Um, it's it goes against pretty much everything that he stands for. Like that's his job is to make it the most centralized. He is the authoritarian of the the, the centralized institution that controls college sports, and he's saying, you know what. I'm not my job. I don't need it anymore. Well, it's unnecessary. Like a surplus. How? What you mean by decentralizing it? So he says. Uh, let me just essentially saying, hey, instead of us enforcing all the rules, it should be up to the conferences. Uh, it's the old states' rights, uh, Trevor. Oh well, that's just stupid. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, but to his point, here here is one of these quotes, and like I said, this there's many quotes in here where I'm just like. Mark Emmert is saying this out loud. Like I, I, I can't even imagine it being a thought bubble, let alone saying it out loud. He, uh, here's one quote. When you have an environment like that, it just forces us to think more about what constraints should be put in place on college athletes. And it should be the bare minimum. Wait, what? And then he says, we need to be ready to say, you know, for field hockey, field hockey is different than football. Wrestling is different than lacrosse and not get so hung up on having everything be the same. I just, I, 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 every, everything he's saying, it all makes sense. But TJ, I just can't believe he's actually saying it out loud. He's essentially waving the white flag now that they've, now that nil rights are here. And now that they've lost that, that, that Alston case in the Supreme court. Well, 
it's it's fascinating i on one degree it's like you know how how should the different sports be different to what capacity are you talking about and uh, are we talking academics are we talking nil are we talking i i think nil is a pretty good broad stroke of saying hey we don't care what sport you play uh, you are you're just like a regular student if somebody wants to pay you money to to represent their brand fire away I, I i don't know exactly what they do mean with like different sports but maybe somebody could 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 well, weigh in and part of what it is, is he's like you know we can't just run that commercial that says most of us are going pro in something other than sports like he's like all right we need to not only acknowledge that a lot of people are using college athletics to get to the pro ranks his quote was, we need to embrace that. And with nil out there, we're providing other opportunities around this whole notion of using college sports as a career launching pad. Well, I, you know, I always took those commercials as like, hey, you know, Jenny on the field hockey team probably is going to go into her counting degree after after college. And that's perfectly OK, because NCAA allows you to get an education. I thought that was always kind of the the gusto of of those commercials. I, I get what you're saying. And. I, I, the, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I think if you, if you, if you give the power to the conferences, which I've, everybody that's always said it's time to disband the NCAA. It was always a fun theory, and it was generally always fans of teams that were in trouble would be the ones that you'd hear say that the most. And I don't think that mm-hmm. would be a coin. I don't think that would be a coincidence. But uh, I have said what's more likely is conferences are going to govern themselves. And I thought there'd be a breakaway potentially from power sticks to some of the smaller schools to the point, maybe they compete for different championships. Uh, Roush, I know you'd love as many potential divisions and champions and classes as possible, but I think that's more realistic than like this new fangled NCAA. But if they give the power to the conferences, each conference is going to look at themselves or look at their member institutions and say, how can we be the most appealing? What can we do to be the most friendly? Mm-hmm. And outside of nil, I, I, you know, I don't know. I, c- could you get? Could is that where we talked about this a, a few weeks ago, Roush? And I think it kind of puts put us in a in a mental pretzel. But could that be? Hey, the SEC they give their student athletes part of the TV rights. Hey, the Pac-12 they've got this deal with ticket sales where a little kickback goes to the to the students. Is that is that maybe what we're talking about? Because that. If you give the power to the conferences, it's going to be the, an arms race to see who can be the most appealing and student-athlete friendly conference. And maybe that's what Mark Emmert wants, takes pressure off the NCAA at that point. So the headline should be Mark Emmert passes the buck. Oh, no, he's totally being punched as pilot right now and just washing his hands of the matter. Like, oh, they're paying me anyway. I'll be good. So let's just let's, – uh, we're decentralizing. But the, the, con- the Confederate conferences of – of college athletics the ccca that's what it is you're giving more power to the conferences you're not having a big centralized federal institution that's overseeing it it's more of a confederacy roush i do think that um the power five would probably play stay pretty consistent with one another what i wonder about is uh, is like because obviously, if you're in the ohio valley or the atlantic sun or the sun belt you're you're going to want to do as much to get ahead to set you apart from the rest of the group of five. I just don't know exactly what that would be, like from a very practical standpoint. Like you're like you're right. There is a 
I, I think that the conferences probably know how to govern within themselves better than the NCAA just because they're more involved with their needs. I mean, like, and to his point with field hockey or wrestling, like, hell, you know, Kentucky's in Conference USA for men's soccer. Like, that, yeah. some conferences don't have certain sports. Like, it's just, it's regional to a degree still in some of these instances. So, uh, I do think that, like, in that case, they probably would be able to govern themselves a little bit better. But I also don't know, like, how does, how do you try to, if you get uh, the shackles of bureaucracy taking off and you're one of these smaller conferences, what do you use to try to make an advantage? And then at what point is it like, okay, this feels a little, like, does it start to feel kind of shady? That's, that's where, you know, it could get a little bit wonky, but... I think uh, from 10,000 feet above, it's kind of what the NCAA has to do because, I mean, they, 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 they got so far behind on nil that since they didn't act early enough, now they can't control it. And it's like, well, I guess we're just sending this one out. Yeah, the more I think about it, the more it kind of seems like word salad. Like, Ember, you can say that, and it, it does get people talking, has us talking, kind of sounds exciting or promising yeah let's move away from the NCAA but conferences they already have their own regulations they already have their own rules SEC had the dumb can't transfer in the conference rule and guess what as I talk about an arms race of conferences they saw that other conferences didn't have that rule what they do they switched that rule of course Joey Gatewood got hosed but that's a a story for another day I'm always skeptical of Mark Emmert and the more that I'm thinking about this word salad He's just saying things to like, he's just saying buzzwords to get people excited because in reality, I don't think there's any substance to decentralizing the NCAA. Like conferences kind of make their own rules as is. Now we got nil so players can get paid. Uh, NCAA, you just provide us the championships. And if you want to do the academic requirements still, or if you want to pass those on, don't care. Doesn't matter to me one bit. And uh, besides that, you just give us our tournaments and, and we'll go from there. They don't even provide a championship in college football at this point anyway. Yeah, yeah they have. They uh, never have. They never have. Yeah. yeah. They'd probably regret that. <laughs> they probably regret that greatly. Because, USC uh, does it. Well. <laughs> well, let's go to another commercial break. You're listening to KRC here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Trevor Kelsey, and our producer, Justin Kalen. We'll be right back. We appreciate you spending our Friday with us. Your Friday with us. Won't you let me meet you at the Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Coming up, how to turn your unwanted change into folding money. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Full house in the 
virtual studio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, the normal cast here. And then long lost friend Trevor Kelsey waking up early, a.k.a. not going to bed and joining us for our two hour show. So a lot of fun having the whole gang here talking all sorts of stuff. Talked a little UK U of L in the first segment. Come back, talk some NCAA in segment number two. We'll maybe talk a little USA basketball later on. We've got some news there. But Roush is going to tell us about Salsaritas first and for- foremost because that's the most important thing right now, Salsaritas. Because it's the most delicious, fast, fresh Mexican food in the United States of America. And you can get it right here in Louisville. They have two locations, one in St. Matthews, one in Middletown. And I know we got some bosses that are listening out there. Just do your employees a favor, okay? They're going to love you for it. Surprise them with some catering from Salsaritas. It's everybody gets a little bit of what they want. You know, you can get a little bit of salsa. Maybe, no, you're not feeling the salsa. Well, try out the queso or the guac or uh, tacos. Eh, uh, maybe I'm just feeling like throwing it on top of a bed of rice. You can do it all for your employees by getting the best catering in town. Terry, give them that number. Absolutely. I'd be happy to give everybody the Salsaritas catering number. I do think at first, though, you need to mention to people that they do have a drive through at the Middletown location. Oh, well, you can drive through to pick up your catering. Uh, they'll take it to you, too. Actually, when I got catering from Salsaritas for a, a reunion I put together, yeah, they just brought it right to me. So convenient, yeah. so nice, so easy. Yeah, 502-897-5323, 897 Five three two three. That's the St. Matthews location, or you can call 502-365-1424 for the Middletown location, and they will they will take care of everything for you. The app is super friendly. You think you think that's that, and it saves you money, and that's great. The people on the phone even even sweeter than the app, even nicer than the app. They've got a good mm-hmm. cast uh, a good cast of workers there because how could you not like working when you get unlimited wildly addictive chips they got a pretty sweet gig there all right uh text on into the show it's the best way to get in touch with the show 502-414-1450 what's uh Uh, let's read some of these texts shall we first i just wanted to say that i was playing with the dog just you know like scratching his ears playing with his head and he heard we were having our basement worked on he heard something in the basement that just got his attention and moved his head with such force hit underneath my chin and made me bite my tongue with the imprint of like the left side of my teeth. And I, I, it's not like, I I feel like I'm talking with a slight lisp on today's show because I've got like four different cuts, five different cuts all over my teeth. It was a bloody mess. I thought I had bit off part of my tongue. Wow. I mean, how, how brave of you, TJ? I mean, this is your flu game. I'll send you a Snapchat. You're basically Byron Leftwich getting carried down the field by your offensive line. I don't want people to think of me as a hero, but yeah. Exactly. You're you're a hero to me, Terry. Uh, A texter into this text line, 502-414-1450, says, Suck it, Terry. Uh, No, they don't. That was me. Just kidding. Uh, Justin, want to increase your bar tips? Have the iguana on your shoulder when serving people. Then they look at the iguana and you say, that's right. 
<laughs> you think that would work? I mean, I think that would be a moneymaker. If you've ever been to like the beach in Mexico, there's people that that's like their hustle as they go to the beach with like a giant iguana or like a little monkey and you take pictures with it or, or like a cockatoo. It's true. Uh, we can we can make it an attraction. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what health codes it could potentially evaluate, but yeah. yeah come, come to think of it, like with the way Justin lives his life, why don't we throw just a little like, uh, you know, a little like. Has Duke moved on to the toddler bed? No, not yet. No, still, still in the crib. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could, or, or you know, call back to the earlier segment. We could get a little futon, and you put it behind the bar, Justin. You could be like the twenty four seven bartender. Hey, I'm here for it. You, you just you go to sleep, you wake up, you go to sleep, you wake up. Uh, you don't have much time for anything else. So <laughs> I, I don't think that 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 I think we could be onto something. You could have the iguana with you. What would it take for you to get another iguana? Oh, my. Um, shoo. That's a pretty loaded question. I'm not really sure how to answer that. I don't I don't really know. I don't know that I have a desire for another iguana, to be honest with you. Do, do iguanas require a lot of attention? To Oh, no. Oh, God, no. They're very low maintenance. Justin like just a- doesn't have enough time to get the dandelions for it to eat. <laughs> right. It's like a goldfish, Trevor. You just you dump a little food in every now and then. You're good. How much? How much species does an iguana leave? In a oh, movie? that's good. A good question. That's you know, that's one thing I do not remember about the iguanas. I I couldn't tell you. I mean, the way you described yours, I picture like the scene in Jurassic Park with Jeff Goldblum. But I mean, <laughs> well, roll with that then. <laughs> okay. Texer says, TJ, where isn't our backup five? He's third string. Collins is our backup five. Brooks Toppins, Hop. Hopkins all at the four. Learn the team, buddy. Dude, what a just horrendous take. If you look at it, <laughs> I mean, dude, this this might be like I just love that the authority of like I know this team better than you. When like there's no if you have seen Damian Collins walk, you know that he's not a five. He's like a six, eight, four. He's he's way too wide in the shorts to be playing five. I would rather have Bryce Hopkins playing five than Damian Collins. This was the guy who freaked out that I said Nolan Hickman played looked better in the first half than Ty Ty Washington, and he started crying. So, oh, so he's uh, watched a lot of YouTube mixtapes then, so he obviously knows better. I, I, another texture is going to bring up Colin, Collins here in a little bit, so I'll I'll save my Collins take there. Collins could play some five texture. You're not, I mean, it, yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll we'll see if if he can or can't. But if Kentucky has to put somebody against a Kofi Coburn or a big bruising five, it ain't going to be Collins. It'd be Ware behind Oscar. And hopefully maybe Toppins or, or Keon could put on a little weight, but I Toppin, Toppin, no, I, don't I'm not hopeful. I, yeah. I don't think there's any chance there. And uh, Brooks, I doubt it. But Hopkins is a candidate to like, hey, you know, he's given up several inches, obviously, but he's at least a big body. I, I'm that's what that's what my concern is with this team. If Oscar gets hurt or gets in foul trouble, and and you see physical aggressive front courts in the SEC, who who's Kentucky's next man up to kind of take a beating down low? Where would be where and Hopkins kind of come to mind? And it ain't going to be Collins, buddy. I can tell you that. But you know maybe they find a lineup where there's not a bruiser and you can you can have a lot of length at the five and and you could play Collins there. You got a lot of options. I'm going to be excited to see how it shakes out. I don't think anybody can say for certain exactly who is backing up who up to this point. 
Right, right, right. Hoops is backing up hoops. Yeah, excuse me. Sorry. Yeah. Much better. A a texture says, Indiana man wins lottery, lives life a luxury, chauffeured around town. Fast forward a few years and he's sleeping on the floor, nursing scooter injury. He had to drive himself. What a downfall of a former king. But guess what, Texter? I'm still just as happy. Are you? Now we just need the full house. (laughs) Trevor, if you won the lottery, would you be sleeping on a mattress on a floor? I don't have the lottery, and I don't sleep on a mattress on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, you you all you all act like I don't like I can't change this. I can go buy me a box spring, and I actually have a bed frame in my dad's house. I'm just too lazy to do it. I don't have time. Oh (laughs) yeah, don't Uh, have time. Don't have time. Here's Scooter. Here's how I picture your room, buddy: a mattress on the floor in the corner, a TV on one of those old milk crates. Yeah, and no. And like a, and like a, a box that like that, that your microwave came in is next is considered the end table next to the mattress, and then like like little iguana crap around the floor from back when you used to have them that you just haven't picked up yet. Because well, as we know, you don't have the time. No, and doesn't have the time. Let's but... not forget. Let's let's not forget the Bob Knight poster in the corner and just the random lava lamp. <laughs> the Christian Wofford picture of him hitting the shot. <laughs> exactly. All right, hour two, KRC coming up next. We got TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen, and then we got Trevor Kelsey in the house. Decided to wake up with us. We're happy about it. Sounds like little Duke boys awake as well. So oh, yeah. that's exciting. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. Long more text to you. Hour two coming up next. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen with Trevor Kelsey sitting in with us this morning. We're excited about it. Get your text into the show. Best way to get in touch, 502-414-1450. All right, Nick Roush, today is the day. Not the day, but a day. We're going to get a little teaser of Home Field Apparel's UK launch, which is tomorrow at noon, and I'm excited. I can't wait to see it. They've teased out a few logos here and there, but we're going to see, I think, a little bit of gear today. Well, uh, I, I can see more logos. Right now, they shared that this morning at seven thirty. I thought this might be the teaser because we have you know, three different Wildcats. Oh, well, they'd kind of already shown those things a little bit. I thought that they were doing a little bit of a bigger tease at noon. But you know what? We'll we'll see. They they because they had kind of shown some of those logos or at least a gotcha, little parts gotcha. of some of those logos. But uh, yeah, if that is the tease, I'm all for it because I love all three of them. They've got your you know what. Wildcat tongue. I know how much you were passionate about that. They've got a wildcat mm-hmm. wearing a funny little hat. That's probably back from like the sixties. I would guess that was fun. And I can't wait home field apparel, save up your money and then save a little bit of that money. When you use KRC as a promo code, 15% off tomorrow. This is our time folks. This is time 
for us to make a splash. They keep track of the fan bases that are, it's a genius business model. Hey, why don't we have a little competition while you all give us money? It's, I, it's amazing. It's smart. I love it, but they've got me hook, line, and tinker because they make a really, really good product. Roush, our shirts are getting here today, I believe, and uh, you know, hopefully we can we can put them on. And when we come back Monday, say tell everybody how they feel and and how, how great I'm, they are. And I'm a little nervous, Terry, because I'm I'm leaving to go out of town. Uh, what? Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm, you, I'm yeah. going to Birmingham. So, uh, when are you when are you heading out? Uh, like 10 a.m. So. Yeah, uh, hopefully the mailman comes early. Am I right? 10 a.m. today? Yeah. Oh, my sister was down there, so we're, we're hanging out with them this weekend, playing a little golf tomorrow. Um, so, yeah, you know, getting some quality uh, family time in this weekend. Wow, that's exciting. Uh, what yeah. What is that about? Hanging out with the little nephew. So, uh, you know, nice. Uh, it, it'll be the longest trip to Birmingham because, you know, with the little guy, you got to stop and stuff like that and let him get out of the car and r- run around some. So, um, yeah. 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 Well, Exciting well, times. Well, safe travels. Yeah. And I'll be, I'll be heading down to Norris Lake tomorrow. That's, uh, I've, we've got a, a, the wife side of the family, a little family reunion over at Norris Lake, big Norris Lake guy. Although I think I've only like been once, but heard nothing but great things. Um, and then when I went, when I was a kid, had a great time. Oh, well, it's definitely Real going to be uh, a hoot this time as well. Um, Trevor, what do you got planned this weekend? Uh, <clears throat> sorry, I had to mute myself there for a second because I've been chain smoking. Um, He's not joking either. Not, that's not that's a, not a joke. Yeah, no, you all can see me. Not really a whole lot. Nothing, I guess, just, just wait for my, you know, get a notification that says I get to pick a player in my draft. Other than that, not really much going on right now. Hmm. I tell you right now, I'm available, you know, in case somebody wants me to join them on their road trip. You guys uh, got any extra room in that car in either one of you? Well, Justin doesn't have any time, and Trevor's got nothing but time. So maybe you give some of your time to Justin and meet in the middle. Yeah, we'll work out a deal, Trevor. I smell a sitcom. One guy does nothing at all. One guy too busy to fall. On, on the real, on the on real, a sit, a sitcom with me and Trevor. Holy moly, that's TV gold. That would be great. That would be that would be awesome. I can I can already picture us standing back to back, looking angry at each other in the promos. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed that you all haven't talked about ever like moving it. Like Justin, would you rather live with your roommate or with Trevor? My roommate, no question. <laughs> Oh, what? you're a liar. He's a listener because you are lying at your teeth. Yeah, Absolutely you are. Not. Not. I, you would love me as a roommate. Something about my apartment not smelling like cigarettes and dog, I'm good with. Wow. Trevor, what are you going to say about that? I, I, I say BS the scooter on that one, dude. You would love me as a roommate. Well, the cigarette smell, you'd have to just get over, dude. Because it'll be over, it'll be overpowered by the left hand side of those cigarettes, so you don't have to worry about that. Roush, it, it would and, be... and you know, I, you know, you know, as someone who never leaves the house, I have every streaming service. You, you, you can, you, you'll have access to all those. I don't get in the way. I pretty much just stay in my room twenty four seven with the dog. So I mean, that and, pretty much the way of the apartment. Well, and that's my thing. It's the opposite of my roommate I have now because he's always there because he works from home. You're always sleeping or in your room, so I would never see you. I'm I'm good with my roommate now. I love you, Trevor, but I just don't see that happening. 
you're, you're missing out, buddy. I'm, I'm going to tell you the same thing I've told every lady that turned me down at the bar. You are missing out. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, all right, text into the show, 502-414-1450. Roush, they're going to have to replace Bradley Beal on Team USA. What? So was he hurt? or I, I just saw that they had to replace him and that Trey Young is ticked off that they they didn't invite him initially, so he's saying, nope, not getting me. Oh, good uh, Lord. Now, wait a minute. Beal's at, uh, they've already scraped the bottom of the barrel for this team, and now we got to go even farther down the ladder now that he's out? That's It's COVID protocol with Beal, and uh, Jeremy Grant was also he, – he, he doesn't have to lead the team, or they haven't said that yet, but he's placed in some protocol. I'm guessing maybe they – hey, you're not allowed to go outside or do this or do that if you're not back. I don't know. Who knows what it is? They probably got some rules. These players either broke them or came down with some symptoms or maybe a positive test in Bradley Beal's case, and you've got to uh, you've got to replace him now. Just go get a shooter, a really good outside shooter. I don't know why Trey Young's – again, I always just thought Trey Young wasn't on the team because got hurt, long playoff run, just wanted to kind of take some time to heal. But he yeah, got his hurt, tweet, yeah. yeah. Yeah, his tweet yesterday indicated that it was uh, it, it was on USA's side of things of not reaching out, which is idiotic. Trey Young would, is a perfect international basketball player in terms mm-hmm. of being able to stretch the floor, score in a variety of different ways. Uh, I wonder who they'll go get. This seems like a good opportunity to go make a splash, Trevor. The only concern I have with, with Trey Young is that the FIFA rules allow teams to play a little – actually play some defense. And you, you can do a little more handshaking. You can be a little more bumpy and be a little more hands-on where you can't do that in the NBA. And it's I think that's one of the adjustments this team is having to get used to. And I don't know how that would affect Trey Young as, uh, being as impactful as he is in the NBA as being an international play. Yeah, well, um, it's one of those things that Trey Young, he can suck it, though. He's out. I wonder who you go get, though. Like, I, I'm trying to think of – like think out loud, uh, Russell Westbrook too late for him? Out? No way. Lord, really? I mean, again, I mean, we, I'm, got... I'm just thinking out loud, guys. Damn it! Give me a break. I don't. I I'm struggling to come up with players. No, you and you shouldn't be. You should be struggling because at this point, I mean, right now, I mean, even if he's not, if he's going to be off the team or not. Jeremy Grant had no business on this team to begin with. I mean, Beal was borderline to be on the team. Should have been on the team regardless as an Olympian. And you're already and, and your expectations are waiting on a guy like Drew Holiday, who's you know, average at best. I mean, yeah, I don't know how many more people are on the speed dial left. I mean, can we just go to the G League and get one of those stars that Justin's still trying to find? I, I go play like I go get on my knees to Steph and just be like, "Hey, you saw us. <laughs> you saw us in these exhibition games. You can be Captain America, buddy. You can Seriously. come save the day. Go, go make one more push at him. And then, if not him, my <laughs> huge drop. This is this is actually kind of funny. Huge drop off from from Steph. Option one, option B, or maybe this. I'll push this guy down the list a little bit. I don't know unless I hear a better name. I just want a shooter. Go get Duncan Robinson." I mean, I, I don't know if he's turned it down, but can we get Spider a call? He turned it down. Did he turn it down? Okay, yeah. I, I, wasn't, I, I wasn't sure who all actually turned it down. No, I mean, not. yeah, if there's like a – wait, why the heck would he not be in there? One, he's either 
international or two, he already turned it down. So uh, they they did they did you know reach out to obviously the usual sucks but suspects, but a lot of people wanted Mitchell to do it, and it was a little bit of a surprise. He said no. I'm a little surprised he said no. Actually, yeah, he's just probably hates, just hates, hates America. America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the only explanation. Uh, you spend enough years in Utah, you'd probably hate this country too. Let's uh, let's let's go to you. Always speak highly of Utah, Trevor. It is. I do. I, I, I can't. It's nice. It's nice to visit, but I don't know about living there. Uh, texter five zero two four one four fourteen fifty says, "Can't believe Justin. Can't believe Justin has his mattress on the floor. Does he still have posters on his wall and a toy chest too?" That's from Billy Big Blue. See, and here's the thing too, Justin. Trevor has some really cool posters. You could really upgrade your apartment if you move in with Trevor Kelsey. Yeah, but here's the thing, though, Justin. I, you, you're, you're probably still, if your mattress on the floor level, you're probably poster unframed level still. Like, if you get to a certain age, you don't hang a poster without at least framing it. I, I am team no poster, partly because I'm not tall enough to hang it on a wall. <laughs> <laughs> Just right above the light socket. <laughs> what do we got next, Ralph? Oh, man, uh, this texture hits it spot on. Audibly cracking up in my car at all the things Scooter Dingus doesn't have time for. I was going to thank you all for the TV recommendation of Dave. I'm going to suggest the Loki series and say something along the line, along the line of, series so short that even Hoosier Dingus might have time for it. But geez Louise, I thought I was bad at managing my time. Can we get an hour-by-hour breakdown of a day in the life of a Dingus? Surely you have time somewhat. Or somewhere, Some, excuse somewhere. me. Yeah, I, I have times. I have time on Thursday, Friday, and Saturdays. That's yeah, it. But on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, so you go to the radio no show. I go to the radio show. I literally go home. I get in the shower. I go to work until ten thirty at night. I come home yeah. and I sleep. Do it all again. So, but it's it's eleven to ten thirty, right? That's the normal work hours. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. Oh well, there's two hours in between. You don't live t- an hour drive. It's not an hour commute to work. I don't get to my apartment till 9.30. I got to leave for work at 10.30. That gives me one hour. I got a shower. That's usually about 20 minutes. All of a sudden, I'm down to 40 minutes. On you a 20 minutes to shower? 20 minutes to shower? Oh, my God, dude. Guys, you must be God, filthy. Dude, you it must happens, be filthy. No, it happens once a day. I just enjoy it. I love the wa- warm water hitting me. I stay in there. So, I, I, I'm, thankfully, TGO gets this reference. He's now Kramer living in his shower. Put it, nah. put, it, put, it, put it in a garbage disposal while he's making a salad in there. Justin, Tre- doesn't, Trev- Justin doesn't have time for the reference. Yeah, no. be thankful, Trevor, that you don't have to pay the water bill with Scooter Dingus in your house. I don't have to pay my water bill either. I just pay the heat. You know what we got to do is we got we to gotta talk to Justin's roommate. Oh, I agree on this one. Yeah, even that's exist. a... That's a good Patreon idea, actually. It really would be. Yeah, like, just 20-minute conversation with Jeff. Like, so does Justin ever have time? One of his roommates was like, that dude's all over the place, man. I never see him stop. <laughs> he's just always he's always doing something. The funny thing is you don't cook. I mean, you got time, Justin, all right? Well, I, Jeff, I do. Yeah, no, I do. <laughs> it's just it's just been one up to this point it's just been one big joke but i, I do have some time throughout my days yes. all right yeah, yeah we, got we broke him down does your roommate have a bed that has a, a box spring and a frame or is it a he's maximum? he's got a normal bed yes 
Like, cause I, I cause the, I mean, I, what about the, who did the living room? Cause if you did it, I'm sure there's like two lawn chairs in there and that's it. I did the living room, but I've also got two um, recliners in there. I've got a nice leather chair, co- two or three coffee tables, a two seater couch. Wow. Our wow. living room's awesome. Must have been must have been a plethora of people throwing stuff out that week. Yes, <laughs> we uh, my step, junk pickup day. <laughs> my well, we got really lucky. My stepdad moved his dad into a nursing home, so he was oh. like, "You want you want all of our furniture, all of his furniture?" It was all like brand new. I was like, "Hell yeah!" Oh, that's way, great news. That's awesome. That's awesome. Was, the used to plethora was for you, TJ. I heard that podcast. Yeah, appreciate that. I I uh, how big's your TV in the living room, Justin? question oh man um it's pretty large 50 maybe i don't really know nice nice it, I know. it's big i didn't know if the number was going to be something like 80 or if it was going to be like uh like 12 i'd, I'd <laughs> say it's i'd say it's probably 60 but we're also a two tv living room i've got a smaller one as uh well. all right yeah. good you got a good yeah. setup uh, sure. I, there's a, there's a little part of me it was just going to be something like in uh 40 year old version just like something ridiculous something just huge or it was going to be like Michael Scott's plasma TV. I mean, do, do you just want me to, y'all just want me to do like an MTV Cribs when I get home and I'll do a whole walkthrough of my apartment? Yes. <laughs> yes. And get the iguana front and center. A texter 502-414-1450 says, Trevor has no doubt but dialed someone. He just doesn't know it because the person he <laughs> dialed was thankful they missed the call or no one was there when they'd uh, call him back or when no, he'd pick the phone. I, I, I hand to God, I have never but dialed in my entire life. Uh, I My first cell phone I got in when I was 20, so that was 2000, but I didn't get another one until 2004 after that. And I, I don't think I ever did pay the bill on that first one. Uh, but the, and, and so basically since 2004, I've had consistently a cell phone. I've never butt dialed, made one butt dial ever. I can, I well, swear to you. I think the entire point though would be, you wouldn't know you'd butt dialed somebody, Trevor. Well, you, you, it shows if you have an outgoing call. Do you often check your call logs to see outgoing and incoming calls? Yeah. I, I unlike some here, I have plenty of things and time on my hands. I get <laughs> bored. So I that- just look at my phone and be like, Hey, you look, uh, no one's called me in three days. Trevor, know. that day I call, I butt-dialed you. I would have never known I butt-dialed you if you hadn't called me back. Mm-hmm. I, would have never, I would have never had a clue. That's right. <laughs> That's because you don't have any time on your hands. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Trevor, I guess you can say <laughs> Trevor, I guess you can say whatever you want, but I'm not buying it. Nope. Nothing's going to convince me otherwise. Never did it. Nope. No, no. Still a uh, butt-dial virgin. Uh, guy, I'd call you back if you butt dialed me. That is another awkward thing about the butt dial is like, yeah, usually a text. Just hey, text butt dial. I butt dialed my brother the other day. It was more of an accidental yeah. hit, hit the wrong button, big fat finger sort of deal. But Not yeah, and he, and, and he texted and said butt dial, and I said yeah, sure was, buddy. Don't ever text me again. <laughs> What's even worse is when you get the butt dial voicemail. And it's just, whoosh, 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 oh, yeah. Whoosh, whoosh. It's like, oh, gosh. Yeah, it's really? Six minutes long. Mm-hmm. Really disappointing. I had a buddy uh, do that, and I just listened to him argue with his wife for like 12 minutes, which was somewhat amusing. I, I mean, actually, I did listen to the whole thing because, again, I had nothing else to do. 
Oh, this this was uh, this this text got all out of sorts. So uh, yeah, kind of kind of ruined that one for you, Texter. Apologies. It was a whole thing about uh, basically calling Trevor out for butt dialing, but people don't call him back because. And then he said that he would call him back anyways. Some political beliefs are absolutely an indictment on your character, says one texter. That's actually probably true. Yeah. I mean, there are I've... probably some. Well, yeah, like, you know, being racist. That... <laughs> but I don't know if you consider that a political belief. You shouldn't. Like, it should, that, those should not be one and the same. Well, not uh, unless you're Republican, am I right? Hey! Ho, 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 ha! Yeah, that's what legacy media wants you to believe, folks. Oh. <laughs> Down for another KRC tailgate. Tennessee girlfriend and I are still still only fight around the UK UT game. Pretty quiet this year here in Tennessee. Can't wait to smack them down, smack them down again this year. Hashtag suck it, Big Orange. Hashtag suck it, Roush. Hashtag suck it, Podcast Josh. Yeah, suck it, Podcast Josh. Yeah, and uh, wow. Still girlfriend, huh? Hmm. Did that stick out to you, Roush? Maybe changing uh, to fiance soon? Uh, many people are wondering. Yeah. Although a Tennessee fan wouldn't be used to a big ring. Hey! Zing. What do we got next? Uh, It's a tweet that we got sent in that I can't see. So, I don't know, TJ. Would you? What, what happened here? That's good stuff. All right. Let's move on to the next one. Must oh, have been a bad just, tweet. Uh, no, it was... uh. That guy who got really worked up about my all caps tweet of the day, which, by the way, what should be my all caps tweet of the day today? Um, ain't got door- time for that. It, no, that's not a good one. It's got to be a home tape. field apparel drop. Oh, that's hey. yeah. Ooh, just plug it. That's and, and they would appreciate that. I'm sure. Yeah, that that's not a bad idea there, Justin. All right, I'll think about it during the break. Yeah, he he was just calling out how some uh, loser U of L fan was all triggered because Ole Miss covering seven and a half is the lock of the century. Trevor, are you going to get in on that gravy train? Yeah. That no, Ole Miss, no, 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 no. I, I, don't, I don't jump off the complete train until after the uh, first first game debacle. So, no, uh, I'm, I'm not getting in on that, no. So, well, yeah, but Trevor, you can make money while like, – like that's a good way to, to hedge your, yourself emotionally. You just make a lot of money watching yeah, your team I, get their ass kicked. I, I made enough money doing that in Petrino's last year, trust me. Oh, we all did. We all made I, I, a I, lot of money. I, I, made, I, I think I went on my first – that was the last time I got to go on vacation was going to make so much money off that year betting against global. <laughs> o- overs and betting against U of L, we, we all made out like uh, bandits that season. Oh, yeah. It was it – was, it was, I mean, I'm surprised Vegas didn't just start taking us off the – I'm surprised they kept us on the book personally. Brian Van Gorder, the gift that kept on giving that year. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, I think he's coaching like high school football now. And <laughs> where? Delaware? Well, hey, what's wrong with Delaware? It's Delaware. I mean, he got he he got like fired from Bowling Green, and like it, man, it takes a or no, he retired. That's what it was. He he said, yeah. "I'm retiring from football," and then now he's co- like he's coaching at like a high school somewhere. Yeah, interesting. Well, that's All the equivalent right. of being like, "You're not firing me, I quit." Yeah, I mean, in like to to be so bad at Bowling Green that you're like, "All right, it's time to hang it up." Like, man. That's bad. Real bad. I just Makes remember. Rick Benner look like a, a wise guy. I just remember people spinning the Brian Van Gorder hire. Uh, granted, most people were like, oh, no, that's not a good hire. But there were some people who were like, good. Now Bobby can just focus on the offense because you've got this experienced veteran that used to coach at Notre Dame 
coming in to take over the defense. And then, oh, boy, did they stink. Yeah, last, uh, last time the Louisville went to Notre Dame's defensive staff to hire a coach was Ron Cooper. That worked out well. <laughs> More like Ron Cooper, am I right? Oh, yeah. Hey-o! At least Ron right. Cooper is still in college football. Last time I heard Ron Cooper's name was when Steve Spurrier was throwing him under the bus at yeah, South Carolina. <laughs> uh, he is now – where is he now? He is now with – Alabama. He's an analyst. He's on the Nick Saban rehab wow. program. Rehab. He, he got into the Saban rehab program. Good for oh, him. Oh man, he's going to be a head coach in two years. Yeah, get your get your Cooper stonks right now. <laughs> oh good lord! I pray for the team to make that hire. <laughs> man, that's uh, oh, that's hilarious. how did he even get? I mean, that's pretty sweet gig to go. I mean, now granted, he I. I like you said, he has he's had some good SEC jobs. He was pre like most recently at Arkansas and at A and M. Um, but man, to be able to get in that Nick Saban rehab program, like that's he's a, uh he seems an analyst. Yeah, he's a, he's he's one of their Does many Saban analysts even for Saban. Know he's there? Do you yeah, that's like a job he just has. He just stays out of Saban's way, and he he's just been there for like four or five years because no one even remembers he's there. I'm sure he blends in much better than Butch Jones did. <laughs> People forget, kind of going back to a name that Trevor dropped, people forget Steve Spurrier retired because he lost to Kentucky. Yeah. (laughs) It's true. Spurrier is the one, didn't he? And he's the one that made the comment about downplaying the beating beating somebody so they they barely beat Kentucky or something, so it's not an accomplishment. Oh, he loved ripping UK. Oh, yeah, he did. Only only Tennessee as much, which you probably do like that, Rouse. But UK fans – Got the last laugh, so suck yeah. it, Spurrier. Yeah, take that. I, I, the, right. the punter remarks, they, those, those ones got a little out of line because the punter was good. So I, that that was not a backhanded compliment. It was just a compliment. Yeah, joke's on you, Spurrier. We liked it. <laughs> I mean, we didn't like – We, I mean, we liked the compliment. We didn't like that we had to use our punter so often. Uh, but, hey, again, last laugh. Suck it, Spurrier. Yeah. Enjoy your retirement. All right, we'll be right back. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, and Trevor Kelsey here on your Friday. Getting ready for your weekend. KRC, we'll be right back. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. Billy likes to drink soda. Miss Lippy's car is green. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, and we got Trevor Kelsey. We got a full house here today to get you ready for your weekend. And maybe this is the weekend you decide to make a big decision. You know what we're talking about. And if you're going down that path, Genesis Diamonds is the place for you. Non-commissioned sales staff, they're not going to be pushy. They're going to find your budget, work in that budget. And if they can save you money, they want to do that. They want you to have a great experience because they want you to come back. And that's why so many people do go back to Genesis Diamonds, myself included. They're on Shelbyville Road next to Trader Joe's. If you've been looking for that little sign that it's time to to pony up for the big one, this is it. There's no better place to do it than Genesis. We don't know what we're talking about. We don't really know what we're looking at. 
you got to go to a place where you know you're going to be able to trust what they're telling you. And that's Genesis. They don't get paid on commission. So they, they, they're not going to try to upsell you. And I think that's pretty cool. So check them out. All right. We got a lot more text to get to, but Roush, yeah, you've got something. Yeah. Uh, oh, Bill Zalatoris. Uh, while Bill had to withdraw from the, the open, uh, trying to hack it out of the fescue. So, uh, T's and P's up to all the folks who bet on O's Alley to pull off some Masters Magic over at the Open. He's out. Uh, in, in, other, in other Open news, did, did you see our boy Bryson, TJ? Yes. I mean, this guy, he just, oh, it's it's the gift that keeps on giving. And I, so he only, he was one over. He did scramble, but he only hit four fairways all day. And afterwards, he was just, oh, we can't get this driver right. My driver stinks, blah, 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 blah. So somebody from uh, USA Today, they, they reached out to uh, Cobra, who is like, they, they are his driver sponsored. They try to create the yeah, form. And uh, th- this was actually the guy who had to fill in as his caddy whenever the one guy quit, like the day before the tournament. Uh, and after going on, he's like, you know, it's, it's like the longest club. We don't have any loft and it's swung the hardest. Like it's pretty hard to do that. But he's like, this, this was the great quote. He said, it's like an eight year old that gets mad at you. They might fly off the handle and say, I hate you, but then go, well, no, you don't. We know as adults, they don't really mean that. And I know if I got him cornered right now and said, what the hell was that for? He would say that he was mad. He didn't really mean it that harshly. He knows how much everyone bends over backwards for him, but it's still not cool. Bryson DeChambeau, not cool. It's a fact, Jack. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I good, good for them. I kind of like seeing the little, the little punch back. And Bryson did apologize. Oh, he did. Good. Well, and, and even not to a spot. Like it's such a. I mean, we are the ones that are supposed to blame our clubs. You know, like come on, you're a pro. Like, a bad carpenter blames his tools. I'm the worst carpenter on the course, okay? I can blame my stupid golf clubs for being terrible at golf. Bryson, it was not the driver that was making you miss all of the fairways. Suck it, Bryson. Suck it, Bryson. And uh, as we were saying that, uh, Brooks just hit a birdie to go two under. So, wow. Funny how that works. The rivalry's back. what do we got? Sorry, somebody talking. No, I was gonna say that's one of my favorite sayings, Roush. Only a bad craftsman blames his tools. I said that. To, I said that to somebody one time. They said, "Yeah, but even the best, even the best craftsman can't put a nail through the wood with a rubber hammer." <laughs> Haven't heard that one. <laughs> that, was, that was the but I, 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 I'll name drop it. It was Dave Ragone that said that to me. <laughs> it's such a that. football, like yeah. And I was like, "Wow, that is the best rebuttal I've ever heard of that." I love it. A texter says, what happened to TJ being so excited about Collins? Compare the excitement about Jamal Murray. That obviously flamed out. Well, you're, you're, you are right. And it only flamed out. Eh, I shouldn't say it even flamed out. I just saw Damian Collins next to other college kids, and I got a little less excited. <laughs> That's just the honest truth. It happens. Like, like, like it, the long arms, they aren't as long next when, to when, college guys. His highlight tapes and and watching him, uh, getting to see him play a couple games, he's a freak. He's an absolute alien. But then you got to remember that he's not going against just some 
chumps from Texas, high school kids from Texas that are going to go to Texas Tech and not play any sport. Like now he's now he's going against the best college players in the country, and he's going against a lot of those guys in practice. And you're getting to see him next to some of those dudes, and I'm still very excited about him. He can do things on this team that nobody else will be able to do. I think his potential is just as good as anybody on the teams, if not the best. I'd probably put, what, him and Ty Ty Washington at the top in terms of the highest ceilings on the team. He's going to be a great player. He's just got to – I think he's got to get a little more muscle. He's never going to be like a big, thick, muscular, bam, out of bio dude, but he is frail. Like, he is, he is very thin. Mm-hmm. Uh, much thinner than Isaiah Jackson. I, I – I, I don't know. I, you know, I guess, you know, his body type hasn't changed. I just, when you see him next to college dudes, Roush, yeah, maybe, well, maybe part of that's like not having the all-star game experience and some of that stuff. And, and like the pandemic year, you know, that whole summer session got canceled. So we weren't able to see him in that. Um, but you know what spin zone? Uh, I, I don't like, like when Anthony Davis was coming in, he was quite the string bean and put on a good chunk of muscle you know, by the time it was, you know, spring. So, I'm, I mean, I'm not, I don't like to put those two in the same sentence, but, I mean, give, giving him a few months to grow into his body should certainly help. I mean, no doubt about, no doubt about that, that. Can't you say about needing to put on muscle for like 80% of the, the college freshmen that come in as, as big men? This is different. <laughs> like, you, you, you can, yeah, you can say that. Uh, you can say that about even you know college juniors that they could put on a little bit of muscle. And yeah. Willie Cauley Stein and Nerlens and Anthony Davis, those dudes were not huge, but I, I, I think even those guys are have have more to the bone than Damian. But that's fine. They weren't the thickest or biggest dudes, all of them, and they were uh, awesome defenders. Willie put it on a little later, sophomore year, junior year ish. Nerlens had muscle to him, but still was pretty thin. And you're right, Roush, about Anthony Davis. But, uh, I, yeah, it, I don't think Damian Collins is, is quite in that league. But I'm still pumped to see what he can do. He's he, There's so many wild card pieces on this Kentucky team this upcoming year. I just cannot wait to be – I really wish we had a summer trip because I can't wait to kind of see who what can mix and match with what. It's going to be really fun. Or it's, gonna be, yeah. or it's not going to work and it's going to be terrifying and scary. But uh, I think we'll be okay. Uh, I'm I'm with you. Uh, while we're talking just briefly about uh, Bigs, the uh, Drew Franklin he had the bad news scoop, but now he has some good news scoop that the Cats are in the hunt with Jalen Duran. We thought that they were kind of out of the running, but the the nil pitch that the Cats gave, they're still in contention. They're still every bit in contention. And essentially, it feels like it's either the pro route or Memphis or Kentucky, those three. And there's not really uh, – it's hard to get a grip one way or the other on who is leading right now. Well, didn't Slater Slater think it was Miami? Yeah, yeah. Well, he put a palm tree in, but, yeah, that's not the case. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Slater. what's, What's Drew hearing? Drew's hearing that the, that Jalen Duran really enjoyed the nil pitch that Memphis and Kentucky put on the table. Okay, is that a yeah. lot? Is that a lot? Is like wouldn't wouldn't everybody enjoy that? Yeah, I can't. Yeah, you know, you just you just gotta you know they there was a good it was a good nil pitch. Hey, I'll take I'll take any any sort of positive news. 
Uh, adding Jalen to the fold, I just want another big body just in case Oscar gets in some foul trouble. Uh, speaking of Jalen Duran, if he doesn't come to Kentucky, then we should still be fine. But they would be they would be the favorite. Wait, oh, I guess they'd be the favorite if he did come. But Oscar and Brooks starting in the front court is extremely formidable. Collins and Toppin coming off the bench for those spots is very impressive, and Ware could get spot minutes when needed. It it sure would be nice, though, if they could land Duran. One to three is more solid, and little money Mook is still a bum. He couldn't even whoop Whittle Hujadingus. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. 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 I, I mostly agree with your uh, your take on the players and whatnot. And yeah, the backcourt, no, no, we're we're full and rightfully so. It's going to be exciting. Can't Man. wait to kind of see who wins out between Ty Ty and Wheeler and and because you know Mint is going to be playing, you know Grady's going to be playing. It's uh, there's going to be a serious competition between Ty Ty and Wheeler. Man, I'm glad we got uh, glad we got the the, the rivalry back on the text line. I hadn't heard enough trash talk yet today. I I thought they had lost their fastball, but nope. Little money Mook, suck it. <laughs> fellers i don't know what it is but the kerosene magic just has me on an absolute hot streak i drive for doordash at night making a nice little side profit and got a phone number while picking up a meal oh my goodness uh the girl was just chilling and she was so hot i had to make a move somehow i brought up some random topics about their renovations in store acting like <laughs> acting like i actually cared and then the combo moved us talking what we do for work and all that jazz at that end she said you're cute are you single and handing me her number i take zero credit because i'm a firm believer the kerosene gods is making this music happen wow good for you plumley bro Man. i like that you went, i like that you went with renovation talk just to get a foot in the door you got to do what you got to do to get in the door <laughs> I, I like how he was talking about marriage to this one chick in four years from now but now he's getting number for another chick Oh, wow. What are we doing? Roddy's a spice of life, buddy. Yeah, he's just spraying the board, Justin. You you should learn a thing or two well, about shoot, it. Paul, shooter's got to shoot. You, 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 you don't miss what, 100% of the shots you don't take? <laughs> a texter says, on EA Sports, they have moved their business model to games for service with the ultimate team cards. In the 2020 fiscal year alone, the ultimate team card mode in FIFA and Madden pulled in $1.62 billion that's just from people buying cards in the game mode. That, that single game mode made up 27, 29% of that yes revenue of $5.6 billion. I'm just worried that they're going to try and work that in somehow. The ultimate team stuff is also kind of wild with people selling their cards in that game mode for actual cash. Okay, uh, Trevor, what is yeah. what is what are game cards? Yeah, what game cards. What two the part, hell? Two parts to this. I don't know. Is this the same person that texts? about EA Sports and the, the time frame being pushed back because EA Sports, they, they are pretty consistent on when their games come out. They've never been like, oh, it's going to be at this date, but then push the back. Madden comes out every year in August. So-and-so comes out. I think he's saying that it was actually more likely to be earlier. Okay, but now with that, yes, the team cards, I don't play them, but I have friends that do. I Yeah, it's you, you just basically like it's like you build your team. It's like doing like a fantasy draft. But instead of doing it with like in a dynasty mode, uh, you you buy like these packs of cards, and you you can buy packs of cards by getting point when you play. You know, the more you play, the better you do. Whatever you get more points towards the cards, or 
you can just buy the you can just pay extra money and get like you know 50 bucks and get you know a thousand coins to go towards it are these like legendary players or are these current players so it's like playing with barry sanders or something yes like uh, so what they would do is they would just get licenses with like tebow uh archie griffin that that's how they would go about it i don't know if they see but i don't know what they'll do with that because it's a lot easier to do that with the pros because you know they if your legend's already been a part of the players association you know they have already yeah 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 so with the college stuff i don't know how you would really do it uh I don't know if that would they, – they would probably find a way because that is very, very popular amongst Madden, uh, yeah. CK, and even MLB The Show. Uh, our our favorite favorite former intern – no offense, Jacob, if you're listening. Uh, Jack, uh, he plays MLB The Show like I do, and that's all he does is those hmm. uh, those player fantasy cards. And he's got like Ernie Banks and Ryan Hamburg on his team. I hate those. Those are dumb. I, I can't – I don't get it either. It's not fun to me. But, you know, a lot of stuff the kids do nowadays, I don't get. So, A texter says, had a buddy a while ago sell a Messi for 300 or so. It's huge overseas. Oh, wow. Well, I bet the soccer stuff, yeah. I bet it is. Uh, it must be a young man's game. Boy Meets World is great. Just now watching it for the first time ever. Born in 1996, so tad before my time. Whoa, yeah. Wow, I mean, man. You do have an excuse not watching it growing up, I suppose, but it took you this long to get on the Boy Meets World train, even as a grown-up? Come on, man. I watched it when it first came out, but I never really watched it after about the third or fourth season. What? Yeah. That's when, I, Topanga, that's when Topanga started really uh, you know, developing. No, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, no, I know. I'm fully, I mean, yeah, I'm fully aware of that. But uh, the show in itself, I just never really – like when it first came – I remember when it first joined the uh, – the TGIF lineup, I was still kind of watching that. I'd still watch TGIF on ABC, and but I, I didn't really watch it much. And once I got older, I just kind of quit watching it. A texter says, Scooter and Patreon listeners showing up at a pop-a-top bar in Pekin, and uh, it was that was Trevor's text, and he had the uh, Dumb and Dumber. I should have put that on Facebook, actually, instead of texting it in. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that, yeah what the hell, buddy? Yeah. Ah, well, I didn't know I'd be on the show today, to be honest with you. Wait, Scooter has a mattress on the floor. Oh, yeah, Trevor already said that. Trevor has 1,526 people blocked on Twitter. 1,526. Oh, my God. Muted. Muted. I don't block anybody, uh, but, yes, I am. Uh, yeah, I, I will. I am quick to the draw to mute somebody. I don't, even have to, I don't even need to look at your feed. Just let me see you say one stupid thing that, or something that I find stupid, and I'll mute you right away. Shay texting in. Shay here. The Lamar fumble game was the same day as our friends giving that year. I'm the only UK fan in that group. U of L got the ball first and scored in like five plays. All my buddies stood up and started clapping, saying, That was fast. Get used to it. Then old Steven Swinging Johnson went out there and throws the bomb first play. The rest is history. Still to this day, best damn turkey I ever tasted. Can't freaking wait until football season. Suck it, dirty birds. Suck it, scooter. Shay, the only thing I'm going to say, and you know, yeah, dude, you. You, you're you're he is is there a worse person at having events in the world than Shay? Yeah, well, first and foremost, no doubt about that. Yeah, number one, like, hey Shay, 
They were playing in Louisville, you dingus. Go, Go to, the, to game. the game. Do it. Uh, ooh, Friendsgiving. Yeah, because you can't do that any other day of the week. The whole point of Friendsgiving is just having a boring weeknight and making something out of it. Exactly. Oh, God. Not oh, God, Shay. Like a college football Saturday where you're watching the game with a bunch of U of L dweebs. Don't even like all right, call it a UK U of L watch party. Calling it a Friendsgiving is just makes it so lame. Because I could understand being like, all right, there's gonna it's gonna be a big college football day. We're gonna watch UK U of L at noon, then we're gonna watch the Iron Bowl at 3 30, then we're gonna watch uh, you know, whatever the other rivalry game is. Like I you could talk me into that, but saying you had a Friendsgiving, my God, Shay, have grow a freaking spine. I'm gonna give Shay a little bit of the benefit of the doubt on this one because that the blame should be thrown on all his other friends as UFL fans. They should have been the ones that have been like, <laughs> Yeah, you know, why do we want to be doing this? We're supposed to be killing Kentucky. Let's go to the game, let's watch the game and enjoy it. Like Shay is a Kentucky fan going into that game with probably low expectations, was probably like, Yeah, let's do the friends giving. I can kill us by watching this. I don't want to see Lamar kill us. And of course, it you know, my nightmare came true, and Roush still to this day won't let it end. Yeah, but, suck but, it. but yeah, but so I, I, I say I'll give you the benefit of the doubt, but you UFL fans, that's lame on them. Mm, man, a texter says, "Oh, this is from Robert." Robert says, "I got a fraud alert this morning that someone tried to spend two hundred ninety dollars sixty seven cents at Bob Evans. Give back my credit card, Justin. You ain't slick." <laughs> I am going. I am going after the show today. So if you just want to send that credit card number to the text line, oh, hey, so me too. I'm going. Go, I'm going to go to Bob Evans after the show. It's so weird. My mom and I were going to go have breakfast at Bob Evans after the show this morning. I'm also going with my mom. Roush, you needed Roush. Come on, dude. I'm, I already. I just said on the air that I'm driving to Alabama. Yeah, but like, you had a perfect out. Like, yeah, before we hit the road to Alabama, Brooke just randomly brought up Bob Evans. Oh come on, dude. Bob <laughs> Evans is greater than Birmingham. Come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Any excuse you had to delay going to Birmingham, you should take it, man. Justin, I like that you'll get uh, breakfast with your mom, but not the KRC gang on Tuesday. Yep, that's oh, true. Oh, you all never offered, bro. Well, you all last we Friday. Last Friday. Last Friday when we go to the station and Trevor had messed everything up, so it wasn't working. We I said, "Let's go get breakfast," and you said, "No, no." What did I have going on? Nothing. Too, too busy. <laughs> too busy. Oh, a texter says, uh, "TC from Lexington here, boys. What the hell is up with this UK social media logos with the flat pulled back? Kind of dragging it out here, huh?" Also, suck it, Trevor. Yeah, if they were going to do something with that, just having it like this all summer really takes away the appeal. Yeah, I'd forgotten about it, and that's not a good thing. Right. Yeah, I'm a little... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have time for it. I'll save it for another week. Um, Somebody also texted in, moved the team to Fern Creek. I don't know what that was in reference to. That's That's in reference to Trevor's fantasy team. Uh, he's done with it. He's moving the team. <laughs> and I, 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 I'm mad at the team, but I wouldn't give just send anybody to Fern Creek, man. That's wow. That's bad, man. I, I, I don't even think I could hate the draft status that bad. Holy guacamole! Just a direct shot fired at our Fern Creek listeners. I think Fern Creek is nice, folks. Yeah, compared to like what Justin's bedroom. Trevor was ripping on J Town too. Trevor, what parts of town do you like? Uh. I, where I live, the East End's nice. Westport Road, St. Matthews. Man, that's a hot, that's a hot e- everything yeah. is just the East End, according to Trevor. I that's, mean, what isn't the East End at this point? No, I, I avoid everything South End, which is 
which is Fern Creek and, and Dixie Highway and, you know, Churchill Downs. And J-Town is like like the Cincinnati of counties in this area. Like, I don't want to go there either, you know. Yeah. So you, know. you, you just you just like where you are. Yeah. I mean, why, why would I leave this area? I got like nine different fast food places. I mean, well, I got, if I don't want to if I don't want to leave, I can just, you know, get something delivered. I got a salsa is five minutes away. I mean, you know, what the well, hell? I, if you're about if you're about the fast food life, I highly recommend Preston Highway. Yeah, but I I, I want I want I want it like you know getting get I want my service to be you know quickly. Oh, oh man, <laughs> Trevor's just taking shots across the city of Louisville today. Uh, we don't condone those shots. Only South End shots. John here. Good TGIF Friday morning to all. Stand up, everyone. T Train is in the house. So good to hear you, Trevor. You're the man. I'm hopping. I'm hoping Team USA picks up Julius Randall to replace Beal. Eh, kind of different fit, but Bam and Randall together would be awesome. I believe we can still get Jalen Duran. I know the staff is working hard at the Peach Jam. He is the type of player that most of us expect Cal and staff to get the freaking job done. Aren't they still getting Booker Middleton when the finals are over? Uh, I believe uh, at least Middleton. Yeah. And I, I thought, think I, I, thought I thought Chris Paul was coming too. No, I think it was holiday, which is, doesn't matter because he sucks. But then there was Booker yeah. who I do love. And holiday Middleton, doesn't suck. Come on. He, he sucks. He is, that's a like, awesome, that, he is an awesome defender. That's He's like me saying player. Leonard Hamilton's a bad coach, Trevor. Yeah. But I, I, I can, I can give you the reasons why he sucks opposed to your argument. He, he is, uh, he is an elite defender. I don't. You can anything else. I won't even probably strongly disagree with you. He is. What do you mean? Like, look what he did to Chris Paul. The elite uh, defender in current NBA is like saying I'm the skinny kid at fat camp. I mean, (laughs) doesn't that's not like a real thing? Oh goodness gracious! What? Yes. Are you saying there's not defenders that step above the norm in the NBA? There's a few, but it sure as hell ain't true holiday. Yeah, it it sure as hell is, buddy. Yeah, he, he, he is absolutely. One of the better lockdown defenders if, in the if NBA. That's the case. I say we send Patrick Beverly. That's what I'll take. Just well, so you can off, fight them all. I've uh, yeah that 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 that's where I was going with that one. Um, <laughs> let's see. Texas. Did we finish that one? Uh oh, we didn't. We did not finish that one. I believe we can still get Duran. I know the staff is working hard at the Peach Jam. He is the type of player that most of us expect Cal and staff to get their freaking job done. So go earn your gosh darn money. In the words of Dennis Green, Cal and staff should be who we thought they were, and they better not let Duran off the hook. Well, there right. you go. Talk to you later. John putting Cal's uh, coals or feet to the coals. I, I like it. Did you guys hear the article on ESPN predicting college football records had Kentucky going six and six, which is fine. You can't expect every ESPN writer to do all their research. Then I saw he had one of our losses to Louisville SMH. That guy needs to be fired. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, you know, come November, we won't remember that stuff. So like, oh, I, yeah. I, think, I think that writer deserves a raise. I like him. Yeah, yeah. That's not even worth the like blog post. Um, but I did see that if you go if, just off the FPI, uh, Kentucky is seven and five, and that, but that's basically just like who, who's favored to win the game. That's how I look at it. Is in the ESPN's FBI, they're going to be favored in seven games, uh, including Louisville. So suck it, Trevor. No, I don't like the. I heard I heard letters FBI. I don't like that. I don't like that as a little fan. Uh, a texter says, "I'll be in Champaign by lunchtime." And while I agree with you all that it's not the best college town. But both Lexington and Louisville would be a lot cooler if they had a dispensary just off campus. Oh, are you coming back to the state on your way back from Champaign? <laughs> uh, just 
curious for just safety reasons, but uh, no, you're you're spot on about that. It's funny that you know some states like making money, and then other states are Kentucky. Yep, I agree. I can also tell you the closest uh, city in uh, in Illinois to, to the state of Kentucky. Uh, Carbondale? No. Oh, um, no. If you, you're leaving this state, just head on over to Mount Vernon. Yeah, yeah, Mount Vernon on the way to St. Louis. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Got, they've got they've got a few uh, locations there. I, that's at least what I've heard. <laughs> Who's most likely to drop 40 in the blue-white game than not play many minutes in the season? So he's saying, who's going to have that big scrimmage we get excited about and it doesn't uh, – I, you know who the – Dante Allen. Dante Allen would be in. I mean – No, like, I think uh, more likely would be, like, Wheeler hits, like, five threes in the scrimmage. And yeah. we're like, hey, all right, the shot. He can bad. shoot. Yeah, and then, and then you know, we don't see him hit another three the rest of the season. There's something, something along those lines. I would say CJ Frederick if he was going to play in it, but uh, we'll I was thinking see. Grady, but I don't, I don't know. I think I mean, he's I think Grady's going to play a lot. I think he's I think he nice will, game. but 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 the question was is who's going to maybe oh have an explosion in the scrimmage that's going to maybe raise the expectations too high than to what it would be. Yeah, the the ultimate uh, scrimmage superstar is Marquinho Williams, who took like three charges and maybe scored fifteen points. Ah, the big brown member. I've never heard of it. That's a, by the way, worst nickname ever. No, that uh, was his I, AOL screen name. Uh, he's from Great Britain. What a, what a character! I don't even remember that dude. Did he play Kentucky? Yeah, like oh six, oh eight, something like that. He was he was oh, he was on one of Tubby's later teams. So yeah, probably like oh five, oh six. A texter says, "Has or uh, pretend outrage or next weekend was just ruined by that opinion." I don't I'm, I don't know what that's in reference to. I'm gonna be completely honest. What what I said about the South End, or Bob Evans is better than Birmingham. Well, then, no, you uh, you got triggered about something. I can't remember what it was. Either. Yeah, I think you maybe said that just ruined my weekend. But this texture's calling you out for being a fraud. Oh yeah, well, apparently you were, but you don't even remember it. Guess I got got. <laughs> Classic. All right, another texture. Has Nick ever considered throwing his hat into the voiceover acting game? So much inflict inflection and tone changes for him in the and the drama. He'd potentially make millions and become an American hero. Dude, I, tell me where I can become this, and I will happily do it. Because I do think, I mean, based on all my great impressions here on the radio, that I've got the I've got the pipes for it. So where do I sign up? Send me the forms over. I'll, I'll hop on immediately. Yeah, I, Roush, you got a great voice, but I mean, don't the listeners enjoy when I read text versus you? Wouldn't that wouldn't that be like a safe assumption? No, I don't think that's a safe assumption. Uh, you know what assuming does. Yeah, well, sure, and I, <laughs> I do that. I, I do that pretty frequently. But uh, yeah, we need the texters to let us know who who do you enjoy reading the text more. Roush, I'll let you take this one. Don't blow. Goodness it. gracious, <laughs> humans under eighty say that phrase. Yeah, all the time. I say it all the time. Yeah, goodness yeah. gracious, Saint Ignatius. Yeah, Good, goodness gracious, just easier than some other uh, words that we can't pop. say on here, too. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, we do need to get out of here, though. But, Terry, before we do, we've got to remind all of our listeners out there that when they go to make a purchase on Big News Saturday, tomorrow at noon at homefieldapparel.com, to use that promo code KRC. Not only are you saving money, you're helping us out. And 
Uh, folks, this would just this is really just the icing on the cake of a great weekend. So uh, any and all help is uh, greatly appreciated. On a side note, I went to that website and the Louisville stuff is on there. That's they got some cool stuff on there. Hey, the, I mean, the KRC, really cool KRC promo code KRC works for the Louisville stuff as well. I mean, so, I, I might be using it because I saw about three or four shirts. I'd be willing to lose weight to get into a two X to get. <laughs> We've got the uh, the best listeners in radio. You all are hilarious and funny, and you really do make the show. By, really by stepped it up this week, too. Like, so we off. want you all – yeah, no, this was a hilarious week. We need one more push tomorrow, buy home field apparel. I mean, it is going to be cool gear, so it's not like you're, you're going to be getting ripped off or anything like that. And then just use the KRC promo code, and we'll all show up to the KRC tailgate accidentally wearing the same shirts we'll all spider meme each other and then we'll hug it out and we'll bro down and it'll be a really good time thanks everybody for the text all week have a good and safe weekend we'll see you on monday trevor thanks for joining us justin tell your mother hello and everybody i said hi justin just just tell her tell her that she has created an amazing amazing son and producer everybody see you later goodbye okay